This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora and welcome to Running Together, the show that puts the talk into trotting along. I know a lot of runners who take things pretty seriously, and I must confess, I can be in that category sometimes. That means that some of us can perceive our performances as poor, that anything other than a PB seems inadequate, that any injury is a major issue. In short, for some of us, we need to chill, smile, and soak up the joy of running. It's a reminder to all of us that there is typically something in our lives that could give us much more pleasure if we only had the right attitude to it. My guest today is a person that isn't in the serious runner camp. That doesn't mean he is slow or doesn't care. He's fast and he does care. However, he runs for the love of it, doesn't take it too seriously and really, really enjoys the social side. I need a jolly good dose of positivity and fun. So, welcome to the show, Mark Opius. Thank you, Peter. Mark, what is your favourite pub, and what do you typically do before going there on a Tuesday night? My favourite pub would be Pomeroy's. (laughs) Pomeroy's. We go for a little run before we start at Pomeroy's. When you mean little run, yeah. can you be a little more? Well, it's it's all relative, isn't it? Um, <laughs> it's all relative. No, it's not too long. It's about six or seven kilometres. Could stretch out to ten, depending on how we're feeling. It's about. quite a long run. Yeah, but it is quite social and quite slow, and we just have a good old chat. And um, lately, we haven't been going to Pomeroy's. We've been going to the Brickworks because we're starting to put a bit of hill work into our game. So, oh. Does that mean that things have got slightly more, dare I say, I've already used this word a few times, serious? Yeah, it has got a little bit more serious, but don't worry, the social aspect is is still forefront in our mind. How much talking is there on a percentage of the time spent running and jogging? Um, Probably 100% of the time. There's always talking going on. Um, It's quite interesting because... As you get fitter, you can talk more. So there are yeah, very fit guys in a little group that we have. And um, there's always someone talking. So there's all, normally a couple of conversations going on so, <laughs> yeah, before and at the pub. <laughs> when you're running along, I mean, what, what are we talking about as far as numbers are concerned? So we normally have about four or five guys that we're running, mm-hmm. up to like 12. And oh. sometimes it could just be the two of us. But uh, we have a we diverse group of people that come along. Um, and each week some people come along and some people drop off. But uh, everyone's always welcome to come along. So I have to ask, obviously, how long has this been going for and how on earth did it start? Well, uh, I, <laughs> to tell the whole story, we'll go back a yep, little bit. Yep, go, because, tell me the whole story. Because, Pete, you know, we've been knowing each other from Kinetics days yeah. to work together. And um, thank you for dropping it in. Yeah. <laughs> and and actually, it was kinetics that 
offered a run from um, New Brighton to Ward Sumner. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, I remember that, yeah. I was involved in that for yeah, exactly. the, well, 2014 or 2015, something like that. 2015, I think it might have been, and Kinetics actually paid for us to do it. They did, and they had a tent at the end too. Yes. And, and a sausage sizzle, I believe. Right. And I hadn't run at all before then. So because Kinetics encouraged us and paid for the tickets to go <laughs> And I'm Dutch descent, so I was like, well, okay, it's free. So um, a few of us at Kinetics decided to run it, and so that's how it all started. And I had met a friend at university, and I started university quite late in life, and he was a fellow electrician. You were a mature student like myself, I think. The most mature. (laughs) The most. (laughs) Definitely the oldest one in the electrical engineering field, but there was a fellow electrician there who also, well, he was into running, and he was trying to get me into running. So after I'd done that um, run with the kinetics, that's when he said, oh, you've been for a run. Why don't we go <laughs> for one run? Yeah. one run? And that is literally how it started. It was uh, Martin Preston and I started on a Tuesday night. We went for a run. They were very gracious to, to run with me, and they allowed me to stop about every 300-odd metres. I was going to say, is there a run walk or a jog really walk? Was. It really was. It's was <laughs> disgusting looking back. Well, not disgusting. It's part of the process. And... Um, and so then we decided to go to the Poms after that, and that started the tradition. So wh- where was the actual course when you started running? Because it wasn't in the red zone, red zone wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Exactly. So we started at Poms because my friend Marty lived just around the corner. Mm-hmm. So we started at Poms. Staggering distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we ran around the red zone, and sometimes we'd change that course and from Poms. We'd run to Hagley and round back Hagley and come mm-hmm. So we'd alternate those each week. Um, and then in the winter, we, we tried not to run too much around the red zone because it was a bit dark. Yeah. But every time, it was um, at Poms at the end. So, And then we encouraged other people to come along, and some people would come, and some people would drop off again. And so um, sometimes you'd bring a dog, and you would have some dogs running with us, and sometimes we wouldn't. So, yeah, overall, it's been a pleasant experience. Just curious. Were there ever any strollers with some hopefully sleep little yes, babies? Yes. yes, there was. Well, not so much on um, on Tuesday night. Okay, but, but very occasionally, just just a couple of times. But yeah, that was more of a park run, which came along a lot later, where Martin had got two daughters, and so he pushed them around, and I'd have sometimes pushed his other daughter around. <laughs> so, and and we've had a ball doing that too, because we'd go out quite slow, and then. Then ego takes over about two k's, and so then we start sort of pushing each other, and it must look quite funny both of us run, trying to pass everybody on the grass on a park run with two guys racing around, <laughs> and the girls are actually screaming at each other because they're they're enjoying it so much. Yeah, yeah, the thrill. Yeah, so so yep, it was fun, but usually because we start at six and we run for about an hour in our hot sweaty stuff, we just change our t-shirt and go into the pub pull some pants on and just go have a beer and something to eat. Oh, awesome. When you are at the pub, just curious, I mean, would you typically be talking about the run itself or usually it's an opportunity just to talk about everything that you haven't finished off talking about during the run? Would that yeah, be fair? That would be fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we know each other quite well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'd normally carry on conversations. That was, I feel sorry for the guys that aren't electrical because we've got probably an overabundance of people talking about like we're engineer, electrical engineers and electricians. They probably roll their eyes at them when we start talking about work again. But um, it's actually quite nice to hear their stories as well. Yeah, something slightly different. Yeah, 
But if we do a new course or something, or if someone's suggesting something for the next week or something, then we'll have quite a bit of discussion about that. But in general, I've actually found it really fantastic for just your own mental health, just having a chat about anything and everything. Because we're talking about runs after work. So the opportunity to go, I can have a bit of a, a de-stress mm. in a way. Would that, would that be fair? That would be fair because it's probably not such a de-stress when I'm running with the boys. It's completely <laughs> different. But uh, I do like to go for a run uh, quite deliberately by myself, actually. Okay. I actually like that time to just, I don't wear headphones or anything like that, and just get myself into that methodic thump, 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 and just let your body reset. And um, sometimes that's difficult to start off with because some days you're feeling like, oh, I do not want to go out there. Yeah. But you just get out there and start running, and uh, it always clears the mind. You always feel better after a run. I mean, I mm-hmm. agree with that. So, yeah. so I normally do like two to three runs a week, but mm-hmm. um, usually two of them will be by myself. Right. Yeah. Along the river or something like that, so just try to make it pretty as well. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking about that, when you were mentioning about the, the, the strollers and the dog, and I was thinking that, not that I've ever seen this, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if there's some sort of either video or photo montage of a person's, say, for example, a guy's running journey, start off single with mates from uni, you know, having a bit of a joke and, a, and you know, they go to the pub afterwards, have a bit of a, a bit of a riotous time almost. And then they find their better half and they're running with their better half. They have you know, obviously photos of that. And then they go, oh, let's, let's get together and live together. Oh, let's have a dog. So they're there running together with the dog. And then the progression uh, traditionally would be, ah, a baby arrives. And then, and then the stroller appears in the photos. And then later on, the child is actually running by themselves or uh, by with time. They come or, along with the scooters next. The kids get on the scooter or scooters or yeah. bikes. And then eventually, you see the dog appear again <laughs> <laughs> when the children just leave. <laughs> yeah, the kids don't always want to run after that. <laughs> be something like that, and it's pretty accurate about what we've noticed as well. Yeah. So, you recently surprised me by showing up wearing a Sumner Club running shirt. You're laughing away. Tell me how you got involved with the club and what your experiences have been so far. So, our little running, Tuesday night running group, we entered a couple of these, what was it, Christchurch Athletics events that they had, and it was like $40. And so, they were, they were charging that sort of money for us casuals to enter. So we did enter a couple. Those running events typically were relays, yes, is that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Maybe you're seeing you there. Yep. and so one of our guys in our team actually already run for something. He encouraged us. He said, well, what if we join the team? We could just get in for free. So it's actually more <laughs> financial thing than anything. So this is a Dutch decision again. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, not really, not really. Not, not, not that we're stereotyping here. Yeah, not really, because... Um, Particularly Marty and I, we seem to be a wee bit more competitive in our own mind and against each other. So we were kind of thinking, well, how could we take this to the next level? Because our running was very casual. Mm. And it's still good that it's casual. But we said, well, if we join a crew, then we could maybe learn something new, which which is exactly what's happened, really. So we go for a run with some of the guys and girls. 
on a Wednesday night and they typically do some sort of like intervals and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've never done anything like that before. Yeah. I just plod, plod, plod around on the, on the streets really. So that was a bit of an eye opener. So it's real nice to run with runners. But the biggest shock for us probably was uh, <laughs> the fact that we thought we were reasonably okay because you gauge yourself by park run, you know, we were doing okay. We weren't the, You're in the you know, top the like 100 or 50 or something yeah. like that. And then like the event that we've just recently done together not long ago. Or you, tell me about it. Okay, tell me about This is a Rowiti. Rowiti domain, yeah. Yeah, we all started out. It's a, it's a six-lapper of a 1.5K cross country it's all flat isn't it, it, it no it looks <laughs> flat <laughs> but it isn't flat we started off and we were in the pack uh, this was with martin and i again and uh, we thought we were doing quite well but after the third lap we uh, realized uh, we were with some real serious runners here and by the fourth lap we'd been lapped <laughs> and by the time we finished they were packing up the course <laughs> so we were nowhere near and the lucky position of actually being a supporter that day rather than actually running. And I could see on your face and some other people, I have to say, who have been running for a lot longer than you, increasing indications of discomfort. Mm -hmm. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Now, just for the, for the listener's benefit, Mark had a fantastic smile going on for the first lap, still a very good smile for the second lap. On the third lap, Increasingly started to turn into a grimace, didn't it? Yeah, it certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was getting harder and harder, I will admit, and the times were getting very much slower and slower. Um, and I will admit that being passed by older people is a bit of an ego hit. But it's like, okay, all right, well, this is where we're at. So just finish. So all I was concentrating at the end there was just finishing. And yeah, it is, it's a very interesting run. I would say yeah. anyone who's listening to this, if they can do the Rowiti run next year, they should have a go at it because, yeah, it just looks like so we walk the track. It's way. very deceptive. Yeah, and we were like, okay, this doesn't look too bad. Yeah, no big hills. Well, runs before this. And um, yeah, we were shattered because it was all exciting. Mm -hmm. I don't normally run with such a huge group, you know, crowd like that. Yeah. Um, but yes, when it finished, but. But with all of that said, uh, and we finished and packed up and jumped in the car, we still went to the pub and had a chat. <laughs> with a couple and some refreshments. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's still very social part of it as well. Excellent. So I need a better understanding of your running journey. Now, you mentioned before about the first run that you did. But if we cast our minds back, or your mind back, right to the very, very early days of, dare I say, life. Was it, you know, was was running something? You're just shaking your head big no, time here. No, no, never been a runner at all. No, mm -hmm. Apart from what you had to do at school, you know, they made you do some little cross countries and then they made you run around a track, but that's what every kid at school did. When that's true. Mm. And um, I don't recall ever doing any running. I mean, I played football and all that. So. Mm -hmm. And I think I've always been reasonably fit. But um, when it was mentioned, you know, and later in life, once I got over into my 40s, it was like, would you like to go for a run? I was like, no, <laughs> why would I want to do that? That's yeah. Crazy. And that run we talked about, which Kinetic supported us, uh, I remember them saying, shall, well, shall we do it? There was a group of us there. So we said, okay, like, maybe we need to do a little bit of um, practice. So we went to Hagley Park and we 
did a run around there and we got up to 6Ks and I was shattered and I remember suffering the next few days after that and hurting. Good old doms. Yeah, and then they said, oh, well, should we do some more practice? And I went, well, I'd done six, so I think I can do 10. So um, I don't want to hurt again. So we'll just do it on the day, shall we? And what happened? So um, actually, yeah, that was quite a big day, that first 10K. So, mm. so Literally, I had done no running up till then. So I think that was 2015. Yeah, I think so. so you could say eight years ago. That was an impressive start, I have to say. I mean, we're not talking about park run in 35 or 40 minutes. We're talking about 10K. And what time I did it in? I wonder what I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's all about the training. Well, yeah, exactly. And that's the interesting thing I've noticed because... I'm 52 now, but when I was 50... I'll you don't look it. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> but, um, listeners will just have to take... Yeah, just take my word for it. <laughs> you got all your hair, which is I haven't. But when I was just going into 49, well, in my 49th year, I wanted to try to beat 20-minute 5K in park run. That was my goal, but I never did it. I only got to 2020. So then at 50, from 50, 51, uh, the pedal went off and... yeah. Now I'm back on that journey again. Mm. So um, I haven't made my 20-minute 5K yet, but that's my present goal at the moment. So that's probably my motivating factor to get me back into taking this a little bit more serious. Well, just so that there's a bit of motivation for you, and not that I've run Park Run recently, but at 59, I ran under 20 minutes. So if I can do it, you can do it. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. And you don't have to wait until you're 59 years, <laughs> by the way. Well, I'm a bit worried about when I've achieved it. What am I going to do after that? I might just go, all right, that's enough running. Thank you very much. Well, that's right. I mean, it may be another goal, maybe longer or a trail in a particular place mm. that you know is very appealing. And I have done an ultra, but that was um, in behind Castle Rock there. Um, Castle Hill. Castle Hill, yeah, ultra. Valley Ultra. Yeah, we did the first one of that, and that was 53. And you did 53? Yeah. It was about six, but the weather knocked three Ks off it, and that was nine and a half hours of hell. And I was <laughs> oh, dear. at the 27K mark going, if I had entered the 27 now, I'd be finished. This, why didn't I enter the 27? <laughs> yep. It's funny how once you start this and you meet people along the way, you unite with people that you haven't seen for a long time. Um, how the opportunities come along. Yeah. You just gotta, if you say yes to them, you just never know what will happen. Only you never expect it to be on. Exactly. Yeah, open doors, as they say. And yeah, you meet new people, as I said, have new experiences that you know, can change your life. Mm. Can you give us more serious types an appreciation of what it feels like to run with a bunch of mates? So because I'm not serious, I'm just going to assume that You'd be out there, the serious guys, doing probably their 80 to 100 k's a week or something like that, where I might be doing 25 k a week. Mm. We're lucky because I don't like to run in the rain. <laughs> Fear with a runner. But really? running with your mates, we have run in rains. We've actually run in a storm one night because it just happened to be a Tuesday night. So we might be lacking a little bit more motivation than the serious runner mm. because you're running with your friends and you go, well, I don't want to let the group down. Yeah. So in that respect, it actually makes you go out and, and do it a bit more. And then, as we've alluded to up till now, is, is the guys have encouraged me to try some different events and that and join a, a, a running club. So that's probably the main advantage of running with some guys because we've never had any actual training as such. 
So we kind of just train each other and encourage each other and just say yes to opportunities. Look at this event that's coming up. Shall we have a go? And we'll go, all right, we'll, we'll just do it. Yeah. Like the Buller, uh, the Buller had a run. This was, this was many years ago and it was a marathon there and you could do it in a team of four. So four of us were doing that. So that was, that was awesome because one of our guys doesn't actually like running, but he comes every week. And I think he's the most dedicated person that hates running. <laughs> and he brings his little dog along too. And he's brilliant. And he was one of the four that ran it. And we totally expected him to be the slowest. And, you know, there's no pressure. But he really excelled. He blew everyone away because we had to go to the next stop because he was number three. And we only just got there in time because we assumed that he would be a lot slower. And I suppose... I don't know how we did it, maybe just on the day or us encouraging it yeah. or whatever. But, yeah, it's amazing what you can pull out. And because you've built your relationship with these guys, when we did those relays four by four, four Ks, four people, you kind of feel obligated to give your best. Yeah. So you do, and, and all of us come in absolutely shattered. I was running the, what do you call the last leg? The last person. The glory leg or the anchor yeah. leg. Yeah, and, um, and the Hagley one this year, and I gave it all I could. I finished the, across the finish line, and you, you appreciate, everyone out there will be able to appreciate what they feel like when they finish that, cross that finish line. But my team, being a social team, they don't give me your water. <laughs> they just hand a beer straight into your <laughs> That beer went straight to my head. So I went, well... Yeah, that might be one of the down parts of being a group of guys that probably uh, concentrate just as much on drinking as they do on running. <laughs> but social drinking, of course, yeah, yes. Yeah. But can you paint a picture of what a typical run would be like and perhaps a taste of the banter? Usually because at this time of the year it's dark. Mm -hmm. so, so Stumbling around. <laughs> yeah, well, we wait at the pub, so we wait to see who comes along. And then there's... Two or three who's showing up, we're all like, oh, who else is coming? And so kind of go, all right, are we going to run this way or that way? Mm -hmm. It's almost as like that. And um, one person will go, oh, I don't want to run that way today. And you go, well, do you want to lead the run? And you yeah. take us where you want to go. Mm -hmm. So once we start running, yeah, normally the banter is about, say, hey, how's your week been? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what usually happens is we kind of pair off in twos and threes. It's, it's like maybe a five-meter gap between the groups and then as you shuffle around in the groups and you start talking to the other wee group and so that is how it basically goes until you get to a point where everyone gets to an intersection and we go well, which way should we go now yeah <laughs> but sometimes we'll go well, does anyone feel like doing a, a second hill run today and they go so some of us will go yes and some of us go no yeah and then they can go the slow way if they want to. Mm -hmm. but usually they get dragged along by peer pressure <laughs> <laughs> Usually there could be a little bit of a, a sprint near the end. <laughs> oh, really? Some strides, if, if you like. Yeah. When we get back to the car and then or out into the car park and then we'll, like I said before, kind of get changed, chuck that T-shirt off and drink some electrolytes and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. But usually we haven't worked too hard. And then we just go into the pub and then we just carry on with the conversation. The drinks start to flow and they have a meal there as well. And um, then you can't drink too much because we can't drink and drive. Mm. Um, so we might be low alcohol and stuff like that. But it's quite nice because the guys are all a little bit older and so you can hear all their problems and I'm the oldest of the group. So sometimes I might be able to act like the, the father figure and go, <laughs> you know, get over it, maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, or 
or give some advice, but it's always nice for me to be able to hear young people's versions or yeah. their perspectives on life, mm-hmm. which helps keep me young. So yeah. It's almost like a counseling session as well, because I don't know, maybe the guys are all going back and telling their partners and wives and stuff about what happened, but usually what goes on in, the, in our little club stays in our own. Mm-hmm. Of course, if anyone else wants to join in, they're always more than welcome. Yeah. I'm trying to encourage you to come along one night. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I will. I will. Yes. <laughs> when exactly, I'm not sure. But absolutely, I'd like to. A lot of people go to the pub. Do you think the experience would be the same if you hadn't gone for a run first? Maybe the, dare I say, the socialising aspect of actually already having a good bit of banter on the run has maybe increased the trust? Maybe. I know that um, because there's a running element to it, it seems like we have more permission from our partners to go out and do it. So if you're only social, maybe they'll be like, you can't go and do that on a Tuesday night. But because we've got a run part, fitness going on. Um, and, and I'll tell you, it has certainly helped with my fitness. For sure. mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have done if, if we hadn't started doing this. I think because of the running, yeah. So there's the trust just because of the time that we've all been yeah. running together. You're close mates now. Yeah, we have become close mates. And if it didn't have the running, I don't think it would survive. I actually think it needs the running to be there as well. Mm. Gives you that stress. I suppose quite a lot of people bond together when there's been a, a stressful event as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, certainly a shared experience, isn't it? As far as something that you've worked together. Yeah. yeah. And we've lost a few people along the way, which are a bit sad because we wonder, you know, what they're doing. Mm. They're always welcome to come back and we hope they do. It's like a little family. Very good. Now we have a quick fire round of questions. So consider them your sprints at the end of a Hagley run. So I'll give you some options and you choose what best fits you. So here goes. Shoes with lots of cushioning or very little? Ooh, uh, probably more cushioning. More cushioning. Yeah. Okay. As we get older, we tend to want more cushioning. Mm-hmm. Uphill or downhill? Uphill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems the majority opinion these days. Trail, road, cross-country or track? Given your recent experience, probably cross-country is down the list a bit. No, I've no? run on the track, so I can't say that, but I'll say all three. I love it. I, I don't mind it all. Any of them. Okay. You need to go on the track then. Yeah. Come down with me and I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you to the track. We've got slow and long, fast and short, or fast and long. Uh, well, I'd like to be fast. <laughs> 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 I think I can. Um, well, you can't talk when you're going fast. Yeah, it's true. Now, I would say it's not really answering the question properly, but I don't go anything over 10K very often. Um, I think 10K is my game now. Mm-hmm. Although, having said that, we just said that I was going to do 30k in the heat. Yeah. But, uh, so I would say medium and at medium. <laughs> <laughs> Let's add one. Yeah. Okay. Morning or afternoon? Morning. Mm-hmm. At the end of a run, I'm smiling when I'm reading this. At the end of a run, you need hydration. So, assume this is a Raro run and you can't actually drink Raro as in the, the drink mix. So, these are your choices. Gatorade, Powerade and Electrolyte, which you actually mentioned you had before. Beer, which you've mentioned before. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate milk, maybe, uh, for you. Water, you probably do. Or juice. So, which would be your preference at the end of a run? Uh, Powerade. <laughs> Promotion for Powerade. Yeah. Warming up or cooling down? Oh, I'm so sorry, but we very rarely... Just <laughs> don't do it. You just start slow and you just... 
Well, you end with a sprint, which actually yeah, yeah. probably not. So anyway, sorry, but that's why I'm a casual runner. It's your casual you runner. Warm up, you never warm down. <laughs> okay. So as long as you don't get injured, that's 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 important. Relays or individual runs? Uh, well, the relays are a lot more pressure, so individual runs. You prefer individual yeah. runs, okay. Finally, a runner or a coach you greatly admire? Ooh. Uh, well, I actually like Ben is Running. This is a YouTube channel called Ben is Running. Ben is Running, okay. Yeah, I like him. Um, and then there's Andy on the on the running channel because um, he was an Olympian splitting. Oh, Andy Badley. He's actually got the park run record, yeah, the world park run record. So, because I don't have a coach, so um, those guys I quite like watching. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. And they inspire, so. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mark, for sharing your running journey with me and the audience today. And also, thank you very much for the opportunity to run with um, with your tribe, yeah. with your little, with, with your group. So I will honestly promise take you up on that. Well, thank you, Peter. It was been a pleasure, and I'm going to hold you to that and make sure you don't have to have a beer afterwards. <laughs> I might have my arm twisted comfortably to do that. Anyway, thanks again, Mark. Thanks.